0: It is Sunday the 1st of May 2022 and this is episode 411 of Digital Outbox. Hello, welcome along to another sunny episode of Digital Outbox. I'm Chris, and as ever, Ian is with me. Morning, Chris. Happy May Day. Happy May Day, indeed. It is the 1st of May, and a bank holiday weekend, so even more fun and frivolity. It is Sunday of a three-day weekend.
1: What is more beautiful in this world other than getting to record a podcast with you, Ian? Oh, boy, I was going to say it's your birthday coming up as well, and it was like, surely that is the most important thing happening. <laughs> I think I'm now of that age where birthdays are quietly ignored. How's it feel? (laughs) (laughs) i was i was was kind of sitting there thinking yep i know what's coming next and you didn't disappoint Uh, never never disappoints Uh, and and what hasn't disappointed since we last
0: spoke to everybody is world of twitter um which has gone through a bit of a whirlwind and certainly being turned upside down and inside out but kind of all started this story with um story of an edit button which um, comes with massive, uh, I guess, arguments on both sides as to why we should or should not have an edit button on Twitter. Um, but this is this kind of this is where everything sparked off, and and it, I I can't remember the exact ordering, but Elon Musk bought 9.2% of Twitter, which sent Twitter shares sp- uh, going upwards, and he leaked that they were indeed going to do a uh, an edit button. Uh, it was one of the things that was in their pipeline, and, and that kind of got everyone tongues wagging about why he released it and he tweeted it anyway, even though the official release was going to happen the day after. But that, that kind of, I guess, that is the start of our little journey into
1: Twitter. I think so, because the, the edit button's been, I mean, it's been joked about for what a decade probably around people being really frustrated that they can't edit a simple spelling mistake. And the argument's always been, but people will abuse it by saying, well done to such and such for doing this, and then they'll change the name, which will totally change the context of the tweet. And that's always been, I think, Twitter's worry around, you know, it's almost like a public record. Don't want to change it. We cause more hassle. Um, And this was just on the back of Musk being offered a seat on the board. So he kind of tweeted, and and when he does, he does post the most inane content. You know, I mean, one of these (laughs) things last week seemed to be talking about Bill Gates' belly. And um, you know he's, he is an absolute troll, but Never but he uses less, it. He yeah. uses it. You know what I mean? And, and that's what, what you can't see about the rest of the the, I mean, the rest of the Twitter board. Don't use Twitter. You know, mm. there's like the tweet once a year. It's, uh, it's and a so he
0: bought this 9.2 percent of shares, and that kind of entitled him to that seat on the board. You know, he would be the major shareholder, and in fact, it is over Dorsey. I think who owns he. You know, he previous ceo or whatever he he only had 2.5 percent yeah he was like and
1: he was he's been selling shares over the years so i think he's been giving some back to to the company and to staff and selling off but he, he's always been the kind of figurehead you know whether he's because he went off and did what was the other stuff he did did, did he go and do square i can never keep up by, yeah i think you're right he went yeah. and did square and then he came back and then he's off doing some like like all these tech bros that are off doing loads of um Bitcoin slash cryptocurrency slash where can I make my next fortune out of the minions? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so so this place was offered and it initially looked like he was going to take up his place, but then he decided he would not be taking up his place on the board uh, after he did tweet some randomly quite critical things, including turning Twitter head HQ into a homeless shelter and other various things that he could be doing to improve the offering, like, you know, pretty much... <laughs> getting rid of Twitter, uh, but he certainly, the edit button was in, in there. Um, so that all then meant that he didn't join the board. And then there was another load of positioning but because the he was talking then about making an offer to buy, um, to buy Twitter. Uh, and the board initially put in place defensive manoeuvres in the ways that boards do. So their initial reaction was, hang on, we've got to prevent this guy from doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, they call it the poison pill and it's, I don't know, some method whereby as soon as someone owns a certain number of shares, then other shareholders are allowed to buy extra shares at discounted rates, which sort of Im- removes the ability for him to gather up enough shares to have that kind of 51% holding, um yeah and so that then it there was a kind of weird standoff and it's, it's all happened very quickly so it was only a few days but there was a standoff between the board saying no nope, we're not we're not going to do this we we're, uh, we're going to prevent a hostile takeover uh, and we're not going to accept a you know a, a, you know a, that that takeover bid or recommend it to our shareholders um but that didn't last very long because um musk came out and said right well, i'm going to offer you uh $54.20 per share which is kind of uh, i guess a 40% ish uh raise over what it was trading at before all the you know all this maneuvering happened and all these uh, discussions started happening and uh, uh on in the news effectively um and eventually that was accepted by the board um and they did recommend that that was uh, would be accepted um so Effectively, they've valued or Musk has valued Twitter at $46.5 billion, £35.6 billion. Um, and he looks to be, I don't know, I don't think it's a done deal, that he's got the finances raised and he looks to be, will be the outright private owner of Twitter.
1: Uh, yeah, so so the, the big question mark was when he made the initial offer was where was he getting the funding from? And there was talk of was he going to do it all himself, but he, he pulled together... Um, a number of you know different investments. <laughs> he looked behind his sofa. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So he's leveraged some of Tesla stocks, which is which is. I think did they drop? Is it twelve percent, fifteen percent? So they've dropped. I think um, it, we secured loans against Twitter. He secured lo- against Tesla stocks. Yeah, uh, so that's right. So, uh, yeah. yeah so, he's, so he's secured loans. He's got like Morgan Stanley's involved, and they're they're producing. is it some like thirteen billion in debt financing as well? He's also putting in his own money, and he has sold some of his Tesla stocks as well. Um, but ultimately, the Twitter board, and this is this is the bit that is just weird, in the space of, what, three weeks? We've just seen so many flip-flops on that board. So even though, like the new, and uh, I'm going to murder, I'm going to absolutely murder his name now. Um, so the new, the new kind of boss, so Parag Agrawal, I mean, he initially said it would be great to have Elon on board, and then when he said he's not joining the board, he went. That was the right decision. And it's like you you look you look like you're out of control.
0: And then they put the poison pill in place because they didn't want it to happen. It. And then accepted it. It was it was it was pretty much it's, it's kind of like it is. Things were moving too quick for a corporate uh, you know um, hierarchy of people to be able to make that decision. It was moving quicker than a, a group of people can work together to solve. And, and there's Ultimately.
1: some really, in, yeah, I agree, and there's some really interesting, so, so Ben Thompson, um, who runs Strategic, he's done some really good posts, and it, and it's things like, you know, Twitter has been mismanaged for years, you know, there's no getting away from it, they took, they took too long, Um, you know, and, my, and this is my view, they took too long around, you know, we all see it as a kind of cesspit, but, uh, you know, Dorsey this week talked about it as being like the kind of, the conscious of the world, which is a bit, it's a bit a bit of a Twitter way of putting it but in some ways he is right you know when an event happens I don't I don't see the same volume of noise around it you no know, reddit you have to go to the right area Twitter it just happens and you can see the trending topics and you can very quickly get a sense of what's happening if there's a you know a, either a you know, I'm thinking back to like the Oscar slap or something more serious, where there's there's like some sort of police, you know, event happening in your particular city, country, you know, the political view of what's happening, we've seen Crazy Tractor Boy this week making a bit of a a tit of himself in parliament, that all breaks and you see all that, you know, you see all that news, I don't see it anywhere else. You know, I don't, and and maybe it's just not, TikTok's not the platform, Instagram's not the platform, Facebook's miles behind. Reddit seems to pull some of the threads of that together, but the actual it's happening to me is still Twitter. But it's a small platform compared to all these other platforms. And well, I, th- I think things like you
0: know Twitter probably does have a similar pulse. It's just a pulse of a different generation. So it's not the news and you know things. Uh, yeah. that Older people are maybe more yeah. focused in on It's the news and pulse but, but of I think, younger people.
1: I think the, the point that Ben Thompson was making is that it's been mismanaged. Um, it's a huge sum of money, but taking it private is probably the right thing to do. They cannot fix it as a public company. They need somebody to grab it and do something with it.
0: It's also it, we have seen in the in the in the the, the, so the outcome of these announcements and this this deal getting accepted or recommended to the shareholders is that a lot of people have decided. To get onto their sandbox and say I'm quitting Twitter because Elon Musk has come out and said that he believes in the ultimate, you know, level of free speech, which is you know it should be free within the bounds of the law. It should not censorship should not go on beyond the bound bound of the law. Um, and so we've got we've had a load of. I mean, th- this whole thing is just um, it's it's like sanctimonious grandstanding all round. From all the parties, so from the Twitter board, from you know people saying what and Twitter is and is not, and then people quitting Twitter because they now believe it's going to be something different, or is <clears throat> without anything changing, have decided already that it's suddenly going to be this place for right wing activists. The,
1: the, um, the, fun, the funny one for me was people saying, "I'm I'm leaving this. I'm going to Instagram." It's like, do you think Zuckerberg's any better? Do you think that is uh, you know? If you'd, I mean, there's always been ultimately. You know, there's all and and mean. You know, Facebook, public company, but but it's Zuckerberg's company. You know, it's it's he will make of that what he wants to make of it. And what we're going to see with Musk, I don't, I I can't, I can't determine. I don't think anybody can because he, you you can't, I can't figure out from you know the jokes from the reality of what he posts.
0: And that's and but we've seen that unsettlings from people like Trump as well, right? Which is, yeah. you tweet enough rubbish and tell yeah. you that it's rubbish that you're tweeting and then you release something that is is more to the truth and then you can decide in the future depending on the reaction as whether you will commit that one as being rubbish or that one as being the truth <clears throat> and i think the whole uh, the whole social media world is coming down and and whilst you and i were very much on the opinion you know that we don't want to see censorship we don't want to see regulation and control Uh, over the internet and what that meant as far as you know the government coming in and telling us what we could and couldn't do unfortunately uh, for my for myself i am seeing that there is a need for control and regulation we've seen the damage that some of this can do now we have been exposed to the 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 damage on either mental health or the truth on elections on what what is and is not truth? We come down to that fundamental decision: what's the truth, what's opinion? Where do the two collide? Whether the whether the two allowed to live separately, and when does a an opinion that's provably false? Where do, where does that live? It's all the, it's a it's it's really tough, and 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 unfortunately, governments have put this all in the hands of social media companies. They have they've said that you're causing all this disruption. Now it's up to you to tidy up, but they're not telling them how, and therefore the social media firms have to decide. What is and is not free speech, what is and is not uh, allowed, what is and is not, cannot be said, what can be said and what will get removed and what and how it will get removed. Uh, There is a lot more that companies can do to 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 regulate themselves. But ultimately, I think it is going to come down to government regulation um, regardless and say doesn't really matter what Musk says this platform is and is not going to be. One of the things he said is that everyone is going to be um, verified as a user. I don't know the realities of whether that's uh, even possible. However, I think that is one of the strongest things that someone can do to make the platform uh, less ripe for um, or less grabbable for,
1: for nefarious means. Agreed. You know, if you can verify everybody, if if I'm verified as as me, you know, and that might be, I saw people talk about it, that might just be like a penny credit card transaction or a pound, you know, a dollar, you know, pound credit card transaction. So some way to say that that is you, um, would would I think be a strong thing. There's some other, and I guess that's that's the other bit we can't avoid around this. There's the, there's the one bit of controversy around. It, it sounds like he wants to open up the platform. You know, it's a you know free speech. I think you covered it really well there better than I could because because lying isn't really breaking the law. You know, it's like if you put up a lie and you can and you can somehow evidence some receptor's bit of post somewhere and you're and seeing it, I guess we've seen it over the last 10, 15 years, how people can twist the truth. You know, you can take a left-wing and right-wing politician and take the same report. And they'll say they're both saying the same things but invalidate each other's arguments around it, it it's just it's just become difficult um so, that, so we've seen that kind of one bit of controversy around it looks like he's going to and, and because he's talked about this opening up it, you know people have jumped on well that's the kind of right wing that have been you know have been more hampered but i don't think it's is i don't think it's as, um, you know, there's more nuance to it than that around the you know, what what that kind of freedom of speech is, and I think some of his tweets haven't helped. But the second bit is, he needs to make money. Um, the amount of debt that he's taken on, um, the money they've made this year only pays the interest on the debt. And so uh, um, I think that's, that's been the case for such
0: a long time now, which is why Twitter's yeah. ult- ultimately got stagnated. But but musk has said he's not buying it for the the financial you know a bit like you wouldn't necessarily buy a newspaper now to make money from it but you do buy it for the power and it's exactly the same thing in this situation yeah. it's not it's not been bought to make money it is been bought to earn power um and control and whether musk is the right person for that you know who knows but uh, but at the moment but, that, but is, that is that's the
1: situation yeah i mean i'll, I'll, I'll be honest I, I mean i i hate using the official claim and there's something in there around of you know the... You remember, was it, was it six, seven years ago, they really clamped down on what the API could do and it looked like third-party. You know, they think you know, all that development that, that the third parties had really driven the platform, they'd basically said, no nope, hours now. Um, and there was a real controversy around that. I do wonder if they will, you know, will, will they really, you know, private firm again, will they really open up that API? and Would they do something? And, and this is where I would be like, yeah, I'd be happy to pay if there was no adverts. See if I could launch the official twitter client and i could see it in the order that i want not not an algorithm tell me what what order it is but also take the adverts away because when you go and look at that official client it's just it's so, and it's the same with same with instagram you know it's just the amount of ads that you get thrown at you in reels from people you don't follow i mean that's it's become so Instagram, noisy facebook it's all it's yeah. uh, when i
0: ever go to my facebook feed it's pretty much all adverts now when i go to instagram yeah. every other tweet or not tweet (laughs) every other uh on my post on my (laughs) timeline is is uh someone i don't follow you know and it's and it's it's
1: kind of which which twitter Twitter took a lot of flack off with i think they started doing it was recommended retweets from from people you follow and and who they were following as well and it was like no but i'm i'm choosing the people i understand
0: why these things happen you know i understand why you unlock that and why you do that because it's trying to expose content that you wouldn't actually you know within a network you get exposed to a certain amount of content and then suddenly you get widened by seeing these other things so you can see why someone might want to build that in um anyway i I think overall uh, people saying they're quick go you know fine Go and do something else. If you're not that interested in Twitter anyway, then go. It's not going to change overnight. You're not going to change anything by just quitting. Um, all you've actually done by being a left wing person quitting Twitter is actually skewing uh, right wing viewing uh, on the platform further, t- you know, a bit more to the right. So if that's not, if you don't believe or under, you know, want want that, then you're you're by your action you're kind of tweet it. Doing that, anyway. But equally, I can understand why someone doesn't want to be part of this platform when the you know when Elon Musk has a, a very shady past on tweets for self benefit, for self grand, grandizing, for you know ultimately lying, uh, casting aspersions, all those kind of things that oh, he's gone I mean, he through.
1: I mean, he's been investigated for fraud. I mean, he's used he's, he's used that. I mean, he's got eighty one million followers. He's used that to um, drive stock prices. He's used it to drive cryptocurrency so there's oh for sure yeah. you know so it's um, allegedly just in case and that's about.
0: and that's where all the <laughs> and that's where all these things that they, you know they that's why regulation is designed in what we might term the real world rather than the virtual world regulation is there to stop all those things from happening they don't exist in this area and he has definitely leveraged that whether that is to put make a point as in i can say this because it's not you know regulated or whether it's done for other reasons it's you just you can't tell either way that's the problem however the news has not all been twitter since we last spoke to you so let's cover off uh, what else has been going on in the world of tech uh, the first one around um pegasus which is um this spyware that was designed by there's a uh, uh, an israeli firm who built this software for governments um to use to to have surveillance against uh terrorists uh theoretically however there's been proof or not proof there's been speculation and um i, I don't i can if proof is the right word because it's hard to for me to say either way but various groups have said that this software has been used in places where it should not have been used and the owners of pegasus the makers of pegasus that that's not possible because there are security protections in place to prevent that happening and we have contracts which say it can't be used in that way Um, so of course a contract has always prevented uh, uh, (laughs) nefarious use but what they've done is they've done reports that have said they found usage of this um, on on uk government phones on foreign government phones on foreign territories and in in plenty of places where that software should not be found yet is found um and and uh, and ultimately the questions are being asked the 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 pro- provider uh has said now nothing to do with us you've got it wrong um and where where we think you might have got it right we are looking into that but it can't happen because our contracts say it can't happen
1: uh, yeah i mean it, and it, i think it just shows you how a, you know serious and advanced this spyware is you know that it's um, it also shows you the risk of you know we've seen it we've seen it um we've seen it with, you know, the all the chat around um, you know, like, you know, government using WhatsApp and, you know, using chat channels or, you know, doing things, you know, just with their own email addresses and, you know, maybe not as secure. This is this is a problem. Um
0: And if this has been found in number ten systems, um, which is the allegation, then and we it doesn't say who and what was is found. It also doesn't say what data was collected? Because it's not possible to tell, nope. um, and so that is a risk as well, isn't it? And this is what we always say about: you put a bit of software together that they advertise it as being to use to break up terrorists. This is basically how do you unlock a phone that is is locked and therefore get inside of that sort of messaging end to end bubble uh, that cannot be looked at from the outside? Um, so how do you unlock a phone and how do you go and get the data off it? <clears throat> and these are relatively. Uh, not relatively these are massively advanced um, pieces of kit that, that yeah we've also seen um, apple roll out um, safety features within its uh, its messaging service or going to uh, roll out our messaging safety features in the messaging services this is for child accounts children's phones for example it will scan incoming messages to identify if uh, that message contains a, an attachment and whether that contains nudity. And it will also scan outgoing messages, again, for uh, from that phone from a child's account to prevent nudity going out. But it's this AI. It's all done on handset. The information goes nowhere. So apparently, whilst it was initially envisaged that this would send an alert to a parent, um, it's not now going to do that it is purely on phone and it will blur any images and it will say this is may contain sensitive content but it does not ultimately prevent that from being opened or
1: prevent the message from being sent Uh, yeah so I think Apple announced this alongside a a few other measures last it's it's scary last summer Um, and they really tripped up over it because the you know it was like there was the I guess all the kind of child safety groups this is fantastic but then there was other you know you know particularly for kids that are maybe going through you know their you know confusion around their you know their sexual you know preference and other things you know those groups were going well hold on this is going to really hurt you know a number of our you know how you know how how our teens and how they communicate um so they so apple have split this up they've rolled this they're rolling this out um and as you see i think the changes do sound sensible because it's still you know, instead of flagging it straight away to a parent. It's saying to the child, We've done this and do you want to, you know, message a grown-up? You know, so it's trying to do it in a more I guess it's a more um it's more nudging rather than Will it work though?
0: And that's the that's the ultimate question.
1: Well, the thing is it's only the messages, isn't it? so it's like it's all what i mean
0: if it's is it trying to prevent something is it just trying to highlight behavior what's it trying to do and if that is all kept within the child's account um what does that mean does it is it really gonna you know while they actively progress i mean i guess if something if you're receiving something then you you know you it, it prevents you seeing it if you're sending something which is ultimately what child groups want to prevent happening right they want to stop that from happening um you know, and they've been screaming out for a long time that this is a massive problem, much wider than the general public are sort of made aware of, um, yeah. and 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 it's something that they they really do need to prevent. So. you can see that really they need that sort of a bit of uh, adult supervision to to really get to grips with this problem but equally like you say there is always going to be the victim of that where the their parent adult responsible is going to be the person you don't want to be involved in that process
1: but i don't i ultimately don't see how i don't see how a tech company can get around that you know because I, because whatever they you know so if if say Apple had done what they did last year and they were going to force a message out to the parent, the child would just not use messages. They use one of you know they use you know Signal, Telegram, WhatsApp, whatever else because it you know it didn't impact those platforms. Um, so I think this is very much Apple trying to do the right thing, wanting to avoid a horrible headline. You know because because ultimately Apple has got that brand compared to. You know telegram you know so 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 see if you you can imagine a daily mail right now um if if there was a case came up and it was telegram on an iphone they would still talk about apple they're probably not they would just see a messaging platform using an apple's you know using apple's iphone and i think this is what apple are all trying to do they try to be seen to do the right thing um and and trying to and also they don't want this content on their servers either it's kind of feels like um it feels like step one is ultimately yeah, yeah. they couldn't get
0: they couldn't get to the second step they wanted to take. This is step one of that, and 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 like you say, if if, if this is all going to go on, then at least to have it on someone else's servers um, and away from us, I think that's ultimately they were like you say where they want to get to, and hopefully protect them, you know, children. I honestly
1: think a lot of the things we're seeing right now. And because this has been on for it's been on for decades, the things we're seeing right now is to try and mitigate the 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 government and interference that these companies are now starting to see both in Europe and America. We're going to come on to it in a couple of stories time, um, and I I you know I think they're desperately trying to look at all these good things that we're doing. Indeed,
0: and uh, another uh, announcement from Um, Apple—they are going to allow self-repair in uh, in the US on for iPhone users. So this was this an extension to—they'd already unlocked some of their. uh, third-party providers being able to offer repair services. Uh, and now they're going to offer it to sort of home enthusiasts. They're going to give them the tools that they need to safely open their iPhone and carry out repairs. And they'll also be offering batteries and screens and, and whatnot at, at provide, provider-based prices. So an enthusiastic user could potentially beat the cost of uh, going to a third-party provider because they can get the, the parts and the tools that they need to do it within
1: that same, but so you could save a few quid um, for someone else doing it. Including even things like hiring out heat guns, which costs, you know, hundreds of pounds if you want to use the pucker ones. You can hire things out, which was like, wow. Um, I've been a bit I've been a bit um, tardy and not also including it. Google and Samsung also did a very similar thing probably a couple of weeks ahead of this. Um, so, and, and it actually affects UK as well. So this is America only, but Google and Samsung teamed up with iFixit. So I'm amazed that iFixit has went from a, um, I, for me, it always looked like a kind of not so much a company, but it was like they were. It, was it looked more... like
0: one of those high street shops that just opens up when it, someone yeah. else closes down, pops yep. in, and then disappears off again. <laughs> yep.
1: But I fix it for me was always the breakdown videos, the teardown videos. You know, yeah, the, okay. the repairability. But there was obviously they sell lots of tools behind it and lots of parts behind it. And both Google and Samsung have teamed up. So Google is is all round. You know, fix it, fix your um, Pixel. And you can team up with I fix it and get the parts, and they'll send it out to you. So Apple doing very similar things again. I think this is a very much. A, I mean, you you said enthusiast, and that's what made me grin because I don't, I still don't know if I cracked my screen. Would I really want to faff around and do it all myself? I'd probably just take it to that's a store. And get you're it so fixed. rich. Yeah. Thanks. But <laughs> um, I, it no, also it's, comes it's, off the back of hon- regulations. Honestly. Of- it's because I'm so clumsy, and I would <laughs> yeah. not be able to fix it. So
0: <laughs> I would, I would panic that I was certainly doing it wrong. But uh, yeah, but but ultimately, this also comes off the back of more regulation, more discussions in sort of select groups in the UK around the right to repair. We've heard that a lot um, about repair and and recyclability, the ability for you to be able to swap your battery out in your phone when it gets old and tired, so that you can continue to use your phone should be within the you you know your remit you should be allowed to do that in the way that you choose and 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 there was lots of discussion so I think this is almost again preempting some of that now because they're offering the ability however if you do go and get into your phone and damage it in some way that is not covered so it won't worry for your warranty for the 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 hardware and software that is supplied with your phone um, but if you stick a screwdriver where it shouldn't go and that causes extra damage, then that is not covered by any kind of warranty. or And and obviously you, you would be protected if you go to a a qualified repairer to those kind of pieces of
1: damage. And um, iPhone only at the moment, but Mac later this year as well. Um, So not for Intel Macs, but for um, um, M1. M1. That's it. I really should have nice. done that, seeing as I'm now doing this on an M1 Mac. I was like... <laughs> That Poo. was pure that was pure. I told you, Rich. Um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a little bit sanctimonious, Chris. <laughs> bit of grandstanding. Um
0: illegal content on um social media platforms the EU has uh, has come up with these plans, the Digital Services Act. And it means that you can be fined up to 6% of your global turnover if you have um, any advertising uh, that is aimed at children uh, based on sensitive data around religion, gender, race, political opinions. Um, They're basically the kind of regulated areas. If they ask you to remove stuff and they're, they're still there, then you can be fined for doing that. Um, and it's it's basically how does Europe force a company into complying with what it says they should be doing, um or, or working towards removal of this this content. Uh, and ultimately they can find them to start with and for repeated offences they can uh remove their right to operate within the European Union.
1: Um and this this you know a big piece of legislation and it goes hand in hand with the one we covered last month, which was the Digital Markets Act. Um, which could, you know, was really looking at, you know, again... Tax and operations, wasn't it, that one? Yeah, really targeting these big tech companies. Um, and it's, you know, it's... And, and on the surface, it feels like the right thing to do. You know, so 2024 um, is when they're talking about this coming in, and it's like, you know, you covered some of it already. You know, it's it's fairly sensible things that they want to cover, and it feels like, a you know, a good bit of regulation, but it will... No, particularly things like like online marketplaces like Amazon. will need a system for suspect products such as counterfeit sneakers, unsafe safe toys, and you'd people... have thought
0: that's quite right, though, right? Yeah, in, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and and but it'll be interesting how that expands into the you know will that just take folk that are using Amazon because because you go to Amazon thinking it's trusted, and your realization now is it's like I can I could start up an Amazon. Anyone page can start up a store, yeah, absolutely, and. and yeah. And it looks like it's a couple of hours. All the tools are out there, and you can stand it up in a couple of Once hours.
0: Once you say your product is a particular barcode, you've got all your product yep. listing. You can literally be listed under everyone else, and you send out something that is not that product. Well, if it's not regulated, and,
1: and we all these kind of folk doing, you know, drop shipping. You know, it's like it's it's amazing how much is is automated when you actually go and watch. They have no video, idea what it is either. Yep, no? they are just looking at what is what's popular. Can I buy it cheaper? And I'll just use Amazon to ship it as well. They actually handle zero product. Yeah, regardless of whether it complies
0: with the regulations yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And there was one. There's one recently that I that that I, and I caught the story of. So there's a thing. I'm not on TikTok. There's a thing about a 99p um, water bottle, and there's all these TikTok shops selling this 99p water bottle because it's this big, huge plastic two liter thing, and they're all like, amazing value and free postage. And you're there going, that's but seemingly the plastic isn't the right plastic for a water bottle. And and it was a, I can't remember if it was a Guardian. it was it was something somebody had done, the, you really need to, it's, you know. Yeah, it's the food safe plastic, they hadn't got it there, which yeah. would cost the money, which is yeah. why, yeah, yeah. And and the problem you've got is you've got all these kind of TikTokers, all influencers getting brought into these shops and they're, and they're, they're basically doing, uh, um um what's the name of the home sale stuff on TV? I can't remember their name you've the TV channels that are, that are selling content. Well, I can't remember either, but I know exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, so seemingly this is what a lot of them are doing. They're doing like tour shops and it's just somebody sitting in their house with here's these 10 products and then encouraging their folk to, to buy them. It's like, what do they know? It, it's, they're not, so I don't, it's like, how do you, is that TikTok's fault? Is that, is that for them to regulate? I, I don't know. I know, but but I guess the ask is on Amazon to do the same thing. If I turned up and was selling my 99p water bottle, it, it better be it better be set for purpose in this market what
0: this really is though is europe flexing more muscles and we've seen that a lot recently uh, around like we said tax as well as uh, regulation around privacy and now um, around the content sort of sanitization making sure that it does meet requirements is sensible safe and all those sort of things uh, whether that be visual content uh, and the the, the the correctness of that or whether it's you know something that is actually an illegal product based on you know it doesn't meet regulations so yeah europe really flexing their muscles and uk has a similar bill um which they're kind of it's almost piggybacking off the back of that one because they would have obviously been involved in the original kind of drafting of these kind of regulations so they are going to come on board but it does show the power of europe because if this was just the uk at some point American markets would say we're just not operating within the UK, whereas with Europe, that is a much, much larger decision to make. There is a the body, the sheer numbers involved have this power over a market that America would not do anything on privacy or regulation if it wasn't for Europe. But they're having to also or being being brought to highlight that they have to have all these measures in place in order just to operate within Europe. So. Uh, And it's causing more and more problems. We've seen Europe, even, you know, Austria banning the use of Google Analytics, or Germany banning the use of Google Analytics um, under most situations, saying that data collection is uh, illegal. Um, I wasn't aware of that. And 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 Austria, I think, also came forward and said that, yep, Google's data operations are not legal to use in our
1: uh, country. So, uh, and that is is the realities of, of it. Well, we've seen the Dutch target and Apple with their dating apps as well. So they're trying to unpick some of that around how an app, you know, and, and and allowing allowing you as an app developer to use a different market, you know, a different you know pay engine. And Apple are obviously try to fight that, and, and I think they've paid is it twelve weeks of fines, and it's every week's five million euros. They're they're saying
0: it's worth more to them to pay their yeah. fines, and it's it's ultimately costing millions and millions and millions. Um, but yeah. Uh, Talking about regulations and things governments have to get involved with and work out how do you control, well, Highway Code is being updated in line with the kind of acceptance that we're going to have self-driving cars in the relatively near future. And we were starting off by regulating some use of cars whilst in highly congested, slow-moving traffic environments in certain cars that have technology that allows you to have lane control and, and, and safety like that. Well, ultimately they're saying well in those situations we will probably be allowing people to watch tv on a a, sort of an ipad or whatever as a driver the only stipulation being that that i think it's below 37 miles an hour and like i say in a contested zone and the driver has to be prepared to take back control of their vehicle at short notice but yeah they reckon that you can do that if you're watching TV, um, but they're still going to say you can't use your mobile phone in any way. It's but you, you can be watching EastEnders, but you can't be on your Twitter.
1: It, it just felt a bit odd. You know, it was just one of those. <laughs> I was like, really? Is that is that is that where we're going? Yeah. Um, and and it does feel like it does feel like eventually we will get to a point of having a sensible, you know, self drive. I mean, I know Musk is, every year for the last six years he's claimed next year I'll you know. My my Teslas are self driving, and they're not there yet. But at some point, this will get nailed. There's just too there's, there's too much activity, and I noticed there's a there's a bus service starting in Scotland where they're going to trial automated buses over the 4th Road Bridge. Um, so I mean, uh, there's still yeah. a driver there, but they're, they're, they obviously see that as a and I guess I guess I mean I'm thinking of all the like the transport as in as in the heavy goods industry must be looking at this going bring it because at the moment humans stop the transport, you know, just from the, you know, you're not allowed to do over a certain amount of hours. If it was all automated.
0: Uh, and they've, they have they are I think in Scotland somewhere, they're already trialing that uh, lorry trains. So, where you have a driver out front controlling a whole sequence of automated lorries in that train behind them. So, uh, I know that we were trialing that in the UK. I'm pretty sure it was up in Scotland, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but, nevertheless, yeah, they are, I think the UK are on the front foot with this driverless car thing. And, and, and safety advocates say that, yeah, 88% of uh accidents come from human um human error uh, and therefore having uh self self driving cars computer automated cars actually will save that and once you're in that zone of uh i'm going to let my car drive me i just want to get from a to b it doesn't have to be your car anymore. It can just be, you know, uh, you know, an environment like a, a pod that you use, and it can be much more efficient on that basis. Because most of the time, our cars sit on our drives or in a car park; they're not being used, uh, and there's therefore a huge usage and waste. Where actually, uh, a self, you know, a, a kind of network of self-driving cars would solve a lot of our needs um, with a lot less infrastructure. Uh, lot sorry, a lot less um, raw material cost.
1: Absolutely, I I came to that realization probably a year or two ago that that as I was looking at buying a car again, I was like, if this was if if, if I look at how little I use it, and again, I think COVID, we're in a different model. Well, I'm in a different model to what I was, you know, two years ago when I was like every day I was driving. It's now it's like a couple of times a week. Um, but the if you could just you know jump on a website and say a car needs to come to me tomorrow morning so I can go and do what I need to do. And it just comes, you know, it's like, it just comes to me, you pick it up, I go, and, I go and do what I need to do. And then when I'm done with it, it go, just shuffles off again. It's a, it's whether a that be a small car or whether uh, you have one of exactly, those, you know, maybe
0: an automatic, uh, you know, combined, you pay cheaper in there for, but you'll have other people in the cab with you. Uh, imagine you know, like...
1: if I'm just commuting to shops or work. And I just I just need that and, and you know, is it just an electric bike type thing? But then the day I want to go and empty out my garage and take stuff to the dump, it's a truck that comes. And I fill that up and
0: I had I had a kind of a cheesy vision of I think it was after (laughs) i flown I flew to Japan um, and I the first time I'd ever flown business cars and you're in a little pod aren't you which is effectively everything you need to travel it's a you know it's a chair it's a bed it's a tv it's a it's it's whatever you need and I had this vision of what would be a, a fully integrated UK system whereby you had your own pod and effectively it was placed onto various different methods of transport so buses would be able to take pods cars would take pods trains would take pods and then you have a fully integrated system of transport which anyone can you can even get onto that plane it shoves it onto a plane for you and flies you over and you'd have in your pod whatever you needed to go and do that and and what a vision that was of uh i think we should make that happen
1: well but even but even if you were just using your electric bike trike whatever it was scooter to get to your bus or train and it's all set up to you know it's, but it's and interesting just... they announced
0: that the like, scooters were becoming become legal yesterday so they're currently illegal uh, but Bristol's been doing a big trial and the e-scooters are going to become a legal means right. of transport.
1: And it's funny I was, I was talking talking to colleagues through the week so I'm seeing more and more in Glasgow. They're legal to buy but illegal to ride and Glasgow City Council are desperate for going to make it legal because it's
0: it's and that's what they kind of all realize that we can't yeah. stop this because also it is good for the environment the only thing they need to regulate is the fact that some of these things go up to about 70 miles an hour which is ridiculous yeah yeah they yeah need... there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, and that's so why the ones in Bristol can go i think they're 15 miles an hour top something like yeah. that
1: yeah so i'm seeing the ones that are just like the little small ones just little you know a little trike and or, uh, and, and scooter and they are quite slow but they're a lot faster obviously than you walking but i've seen one guy and it's it's a lot chunkier and boy does it fly! You know, it's like a it's like a supercharged moped, and it just yeah, absolutely and that... flies. And he looks and out of control. That's what they're trying to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, well, he <laughs> flies through it, and and I've seen him a couple of times now, all through red lights. It's just like I'm. I, I know I can do this, and it's like you don't. You are out of control. Um...
0: Boom! And that is what they will be looking to control. Snapchat is looking to control your cameras, basically. they... Come out. In fact, snap, isn't it now? Uh, but they, uh, they've they released a little drone. It's like a puck drone. Uh, and it's uh, it will fly up from your hand, record you for 15, 20 seconds, about six times before you have to recharge it. Um, and this is kind of another move into a different arena. I, we really don't have the buzz around Snap at the moment, right? As in, it used, to, it got through one stage of being this massive thing because of all the augmented reality stuff they were doing, and it was quite novel. And it was, it's an ephemeral service, so you know, you, whatever you put up there doesn't last. Therefore, you and the, and kids, the was, kids were all there.
1: Kids were all there, weren't they? Kids were all there,
0: and it was, and it's probably the right place because then the messages that they're sending as kids don't get brought back to them as adults as being their still opinion um as at, at the point they had become adults. But um nevertheless, a, no one
1: saw a drone being one of the products they were gonna no, release. and and they did the um they did their spectacles. That was their other hardware thing where they had like the, the cameras at the side and it all looked a bit of a gimmick thing and I remember lots of the kind of tech YouTubers slash TikTokers slash you know influencers all wanted their snap spectacles. Um but yeah this is um and it's really different to the like the drawings from DJI. So this is tiny, you know. It's it's like it's a hundred grams. Yeah, it's a hundred grams. You know, so it is. You know, it's it's lighter than your phone. um And seemingly the bit that has a bit of a wow factor is that because it's got a downward-facing camera. It it it, it automatically like, takes off from your hand and flies back to your hand. So yeah, no it'll find you around. again to stop. Yeah. yeah. So no, and it similarly is a kind of wow moment when it goes, but actually when it comes back and lands, as um, long as it's not windy, because at that point it's probably not coming back. No, so there's the, the there's the practicalities of that, and and the reason they've done this is they they call themselves a camera company, and they see this as just another camera.
0: It's going to be uh, tricky, though, if, for example, people start using them at festivals and stadiums and other places where, I I think, like motorsport arenas, you get a kid, you can't regulate them bringing that in or not, and it is a flying machine, which they're not allowed to use, but because it's so tiny, it can fit in your pocket, and would that then include danger? And certainly a bit of um, disruption to someone getting one cert- of these things yeah. out.
1: Yeah, and I was certainly thinking of sports and concerts, where at the moment they're saying drones, no, no, and they're all they're all geo-locked out. Uh, is there something similar? Because they didn't seem to talk about that, and you, you kind of pick six different modes. There's no controller. There's, you can't control it from your phone, and then you pick a mode. So you're basically, before you launch it, and I guess it does different things, like does it, does it come and look at you? Does it do a circle and all that kind of stuff? So
0: the but to imagine being at a football event, you know six of these things get launched from various different corners do they stop the football event? do they prevent it from happening? Because if ultimately it's recording content they don't have a right to record, it's also potentially going to fly up into the machinery of whatever cameras they've got installed. You know, like the, thinking about those tracking cameras they have and, you know, is it going to cause that? Is it? So <clears throat> I'm just thinking that's, we are going to see a news report at some point saying how a game had to be stopped to Probably, retrieve it, it some be. mini we've
1: drones. It, we've, we've seen it with drones. We've seen it with the big, the big boy drones and, and, you know, if you've got a DJI, you're kind of geo-locked out and if you've not, you've you can you can go and abuse like yeah, yeah.
0: Like Bucks, virtual Ugh. coins for facebook and instagram users they're kind of working out how they're going to in- integrate virtual money crypto nfts uh, other forms of yeah virtual transaction materials uh into their various platforms and yep. what that's going to
1: mean for people and it links into like Horizon Creators will sell virtual items as well. So I think these two stories are quite interlinked. Um, the, the the funny bit to me was if you remember back to um, Zuckerberg and Facebook were all up in arms about Apple's thirty percent, um, but on the is it forty eight percent is what they're taking because it's, it's
0: 30 percent it's of seventy percent because they're already taking the thirty percent fee and then they're yeah. taking another twenty five percent on top of that.
1: Yeah, they take twenty five percent of the seventy, so it works out as some crazy you know, like 48%. Basically,
0: thing. it's 50-50 split between yeah, whoever is yeah. selling stuff to who gets the money for that transaction. Yeah.
1: So when you sell your virtual horse armor, you only get 50% of the money.
0: <clears throat> like I've said before, they're creating these metaverses that they've got to try and inject value into something where you could have anything. And the fact they're even envisaging this weird virtual world where someone can have a virtual Samsung TV on their wall and someone else can't because they haven't paid for it. It's a freaking digital asset. It's just nuts that they're trying to impose that. But that is the world. That is what the metaverse ultimately is. It's a way of them charging for a virtual version of our real world, and it's a bit uncomfortable for me right now.
1: Well, and it, and it's totally Ready Player One. If you look at the, what Ready Player One was, and you know you know it's I guess you know our society and economics are going to drive it there.
0: Still, we're going to have the haves and the have-nots. Uh, we will. Nice.
1: But but even look at look at the I guess look at Fortnite, look at Halo, look at all these platforms now where it's all about ooh, that armor's nice. Oh, that's eight quid. I'm not buying it.
0: Gaming subscription auto renewals are going to change after a UK investigation. This was um, Sony Nintendo directed, um, but basically they would just continue to take a re-subscription of someone onto their online platforms. Even if they hadn't been using the platform for many, many years, they would still take the payment and say happily that they, when they signed up, they said that was fine. Uh, but the UK has said, right, we need to control that. People are paying for something they don't know they've got. And ultimately, if someone hasn't been using the platform and they're about to be renewed, they must be told that that is going to be renewed. And if they continue to pay and it's not uh, used, then they will have an automatic stop on those payments. That's ultimately, I think,
1: where we've got to with that one. Uh, Yep. Um, And it's just tying in with, because we we talked about this at the start of the year with Microsoft, because Microsoft committed to doing it. And we wondered what the other two are, and they've come out and said, we're going to do the same. So healthy. It sounds really healthy.
0: Yep. And then finally, well, not finally, we got a couple of stories. So Sony has said it's going to put ads into PlayStation games. And one of their worries being that it's going to piss gamers off. And
1: yes, that is a worry. <laughs> and yes, it will. I, and and just to be clear, so Microsoft the day before also said there yes, were I, there sorry, rumors that yep. were going to do the same thing. Um, yeah. and, and it's always annoyed me that Microsoft, and we're seeing it in Windows 11 as well. So they've got ads and they had it in Windows 10. It was the same on the Xbox dashboard that you're paying for a service then you're also putting adverts in alongside the... Look at all these things you can pin, but you can't pin this here because I'm going to bombard you with some crap advert, which I must admit, I'd kind of tune myself not to see because it's the same size. It's a bit like when you look at maybe the Google front page that they're, they're in amongst everything else unless you look for the little ad But But the thing that annoys me about bit go- and I know I'm going away... Games, but Google instead of just having one ad now, it's like the first four links or something It's long are ads, long. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Hold on, where's the actual search content that I was looking for?" um So yeah, I'd um, I wonder, and it's funny because you're saying it's going to hack you off, and I was like, if I was playing FIFA and it's got some digital boards round the stadium, would it really affect me because I'm watching <laughs> football anyway? And I, I thought the same thing would. about
0: virtual sim racing. <laughs> the boards that you have around there are controlled and in those yep. live events they are they are, have got sponsorship on them yep. um and no because i guess it's part of their
1: actual everyday thing whether it actually works i'm not sure but so, so so that wouldn't bother me the same if i was like playing wipeout and they had the big digital boards as long as it wasn't like i don't know something and I guess it but comes he... back to what well, comes back to taste, doesn't it? Remember when Instagram yeah. brought in adverts and they said we're only going to have tasteful adverts? It's like what's a tasteful advert? What are you on about Instagram? Um, but where it would be really invasive would be like you're playing Elden Ring, and it would be like, does it? Are they going to need, like as you you know venture into this forest? Yeah. Up pops this this section of the game is brought to you by Pepsi Max. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, well, that that would clearly we'll return not... you to your main feature in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know that that would be you know so previously between, on elden ring well that was the thing so between every <laughs> so, so so we'd we we'd do like a game of halo and then you're like oh that was rubbish let's do another one and then another one what happens if every three games it was like right you need to go through an ad break it
0: really is going to depend how this is implemented but equally <sighs> i kind of think i'm paying for something what am i paying for Uh, ultimately does it cover the cost of it are you looking to scramble extra money just because you can or and because the technology exists do I really want every single thing I do be bombarded with adverts everywhere and all the time? You know, Netflix talking about adverts. So everywhere's talking about the ad revenue and it's because they haven't got their TV to rely on anymore. They're trying to pump stuff into so, all these other things and so it does one, so, bug me.
1: So one thing we should be clear is that the PlayStation article was definitely taught about the free-to-play games. Yeah. So, so Sony have made a commitment and that's why they've bought mm-hmm. the the you know they've bought destiny and have bought other platform makers they've made a commitment to have i think it was 11 or 12 of these is it it a live game they call it so these games that don't die you know like Mm -hmm. Fortnite is just an ongoing game destiny an ongoing game it's what they're trying to build with halo infinite you've just bought halo infinite and you're going to play halo infinite for five six years and constant content yes you're paying via game pass but it's this idea of free-to-play, and how can we how can we monetize that? So there's a digital content aspect. There's, you know, and again, you look at things like FIFA, I'm sure EA are looking at the, can we just turn FIFA into the, instead of the yearly 50, 60 quid game, how do we turn that into just, just play FIFA? And you're buying, I don't know, you're buying some other, you know, I guess that's where they're looking, at the FIFA ultimate and their ultimate team and trying to buy packs and all that good stuff.
0: And I guess if, if I'm given the option to buy the same thing without the adverts, a bit like I have a subscription to ITV or to a channel or whatever or that says so I t- can get oh, YouTube, yeah, YouTube, yeah, so if YouTube, I have the option to yeah. get re- and and it is that situation where you get it's both you pay or you get adverts, that, but it, when I pay and get adverts, that's when things start getting uh,
1: yeah. bit, a and, bit and, awkward. And, and, and it'll be interesting for because you mentioned Netflix, so they've obviously. They've prided themselves on we drop all our content on the same day, so you can binge it, and there'll be no adverts. Um, and they've then they've taken a hit, so they're they've they've taken a hit because of Russia, but also because people are looking at their content and going, hold on, there's lots of choices now, and it's also expensive. And am I really getting my 15, 16 quids worth a month?
0: And the problem with popularity is that my things that I consider worthwhile are very different from another person. So someone might well be getting their 15 quids worth uh, out yep. of it, but I see a lot of the stuff which I am not interested in at all. And therefore, I only... my value of that platform is what I like to watch. And that yep. gets less as time goes on.
1: And I think with Netflix, they've, they definitely went for volume over quality, whereas I think other ones have said, we need to make sure if we bring a series out, it's good. Yeah, we spoke the
0: other day that uh, ultimately we're going to get to that situation where people will pick and choose their subscription and they will change on a regular basis. They're not going to be a permanent subscriber. And that's certainly when I got my Netflix is bumping up its prices by two quid. That's the first thing I thought I'm going to go and binge watch some stuff on Netflix. I'm then going to move off and uh, go to another provider and come back to Netflix at a later date. Um, but not have it permanently on. I can't afford to do all of them because you, there's only, you can only watch
1: so many st- things, really. The, the, the thing we we'll need to watch is, I, I wonder if we'll see an increase back to torrents with just the, all these platforms putting their prices up. Because see when Disney was just, oh, it's like it's like 40 quid, 30 quid for the year, but it's now 75 or 70. Yeah, it moves quick. And you're like, mm, am I really getting value for that? Am I, you know, I'm watching an hour a
0: week tops it's the same as bt sport for me i got on my motorbikes and then suddenly they put a massive charge on it for football which i never want to watch so for me that value proposition disappears and goes away and i'm and, not interested anymore
1: and, and interestingly i don't know what's happened with english um like national games with the scottish national games were on sky have now been won by a scandinavian company that doesn't currently stream in the uk but they're about to launch at five a month so if you want to follow the scottish national games if you're already a sky subscriber and a bt subscriber give us another five a month i'm guessing it's coming soon
0: yeah they're gonna destroy their own empires we've had uh the bafta games awards um recently and uh, it was returnal um and unpacking that got one i've never played returnal it was a that's a playstation game i believe
1: it's, it's a playstation exclusive and it is a it's a stunning looking game it's just it salts your eyes um I find it quite tough don't know if i'm just getting old or just i really do need my very focals in a couple of weeks (laughs) but it's um it's a stunning looking game so not 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 a big surprise that that it it won out um because it is the kind of game where you know you just the 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 visual audio but also gameplay you know we're we're all big ticks um
0: other games so psychonauts 2 i played that very briefly but and it did look pretty impressive but i've not gotten into that of 5 um there was what is unpacking what's is that the developer or is that an, another game
1: it was another game because i looked oh. this up last time as well so it's a a, a, no. a small puzzle game so i've not even heard it yeah yeah so zen puzzle game um mm. so and it's all in like steam switch um okay. you know so so probably oh it's also but it's also on xbox one as well so pc switch xbox one um and again it's one of those where i i, I just don't think we can keep up with the amount of content that's out now but it's it's no, out there. Uh, but there are plenty of games won um so go
0: and take a look if you're into your games about what has won those awards um halo 5 wasn't on there sorry halo for infinite <laughs> or halo 5 to be honest <laughs> anyway that is the end of our news and our podcast for this. I uh, can't say this week, this period. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you for getting this far down. Unless Ian, you've got a pick, we shall sign off.
1: Um, I would say um, go and try unpacking because it's on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs>
0: Report back next week.
1: <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so
0: thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find me at cheesy UK on Twitter. I am
1: still there have not yet deleted my account. Where do we find you, Ian? Uh, IanDuck.com and I'm still on Twitter, but I won't be deleting my account because you, you need to give these things time. You need to give it time.
0: Yeah, you can't possibly know what's happening, you sanctimonious grandstanding gets. Speak to you next time. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.